Hello and welcome to another episode of Spoil Your Appetite. I'm Tristan. Oh man. Happy New Year everybody. Happy 2020. I mean, wow. We're really in the 20s now. It's crazy. It's really crazy to me. Because, I mean, as I talked about my last rant about the holidays or two certain holidays or whatever. Um, yeah. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day... I don't really care for it all that much. I mean, it's just just another day for me, honestly. It's just another day is how I kind of look at it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, 2020. I mean, that's that's the thing to take away for this new year is that we're now in... We're in 2020 now. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy to me. It's like, wow, 10 years ago it was 2010 and now we're in 2020. I don't know what to expect, honestly. I really don't. I just... It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. New things. New stuff to do, I guess, for the new year. I don't know. I mean, I... (laughs) Look, I gave up on the whole New Year's resolution. Like, can we just put that idea to bed? Because, let's be honest, most of us don't carry out our New Year's resolutions for that long. I mean, I think the, the average of how far somebody will go for... A new year is probably for two months or whatever. I mean, generally, when you want to start something new in your life, you don't start it at the beginning of the new year. You do that, you know, down the road or whatever. You do that during, like, in the middle of the year or whatever, or the last bit of the year when you want something new and something to change and, you know, all that business. So this whole idea of, like, New Year's resolutions, let's do something, or whatever. It's like, no, I I think that's bullshit. But that's just me. That's just me. And I'm not trying to be negative. I mean, if you guys want to do New Year's resolutions, great. But I just think the idea is just kind of stupid, if you ask me. Because it's like, come on, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Most of us aren't going to fulfill those New Year's resolutions. I mean, I, I made a resolution, New Year's resolution, I don't know when, but like a couple of years ago, I was just like, yeah, I want to start working out or whatever, you know, start, you know, setting these alarm clocks and do all this, this and that. And I'm like, yeah, this ain't happening. Like, It's just not going to happen. But what do I know? But yeah. Um, so yeah, my New Year's, as you would expect, I'm just, as I'm sure if anybody else had those days off, I just, you know, stayed in bed did nothing just felt like yeah i don't need to do anything so there's that but yeah that's that's me so it's right now it is thursday night 11:53 p.m. and man i've had i guess a not it's not really i've been out i mean i've been out i saw a couple movies i did a double feature <laughs> for better or worse i mean you know, depending, some double features are worth doing, then there are some double features that you do, and you're just like, I don't know if that was for the best, (laughs) like, I don't know, because it just, well, okay, so, I guess we'll just get right into it, so, the first movie that I saw, Just Mercy, based on the true story that happened in 1987, where, man, now, now the real life people are uh, are escaping me now. Basically, the premise is, it's in Alabama, 1987, Johnny D, a.k.a. F- 
fuck, I'm missing the name. But Johnny D gets uh, basically sentenced to prison for a crime he didn't do over a white woman and all this business. And you have this new lawyer who just graduated from Harvard. From uh, Yeah, he just graduated from Harvard. He's a lawyer. He's a new lawyer. And he's trying to help this man prove his innocence. And damn, it, it just, you know, the death penalty. I never really thought about the death penalty as much. With our justice system and whatnot, I never really thought about it. <laughs> this movie, it it definitely just kind of made me feel like, yeah, the death penalty is kind of fucking wild. Like, especially if you know, if our certain uh, systems, the system can be like, you know, persuaded in a way, like. You can put somebody who didn't commit a crime like this, and you're just going to put them to the death penalty just for the sake of the death penalty. It's kind of shitty. It's kind of shitty. And it's just like, yeah, I I guess you could say I'm not for the death penalty all that much because it's like, I think at the end of the day, it's kind of, I don't know. I don't know. A part of me is like, yeah, the death penalty shouldn't be a thing, but at the same time, we have horrible horrible people that are like that that are actually have done crimes that are like inhuman and whatnot and they deserve the death penalty but at the same time it's like maybe we should just you know keep them in a prison live their days out or whatever but at the same time i don't know i feel like you can make a case for why it should be kept and why it shouldn't be kept but yeah that's that's kind of what i walked away from after seeing just mercy but Besides that, uh, it's a great story. I didn't realize, you know, when I saw the runtime was 2 hours and 30 minutes, I was like, ah, man, I mean, eh, you know, I mean, I've seen a lot of movies that are, like, around that time frame, and after seeing this movie, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's really long, you do feel it at times, but at the same time, I can't really, I, I don't know, I wouldn't know what to cut out exactly after... Everything that I just saw, I don't know what exactly I would cut out. I mean, I just can't think of anything. I really can't. And performances-wise, everybody does great. I mean, from Jamie Foxx to Brie Larson to Michael B. Jordan, everybody's in it. I mean, it's just, it's definitely one of those movies where you're just like, again, god damn it, I cannot believe this happened. And why are people so fucking horrible, you know? Why are people so fucking horrible? I mean, just... Ugh. Like, I'm not going to get into the details of it. I mean, it's it's just fascinating of the facts that, that this actually happened. I mean, wow. It's just crazy. Like, the evidence. Especially when they get to the evidence. It's like, that. that's... That's how it... That's how this went down? Like... This is how it's, how they basically, you know, it's just like the evidence itself is kind of like wild to me. I'm like, yeah, how the hell does this get like approved? Like, how does anybody look at this evidence and be like, yep, makes sense to me because I just, yeah, it's just so weird. I mean, yeah. But again, I, I do love the fact that. W- for Michael B. Jordan playing Brian, I'm again. I am trying to remember the name. So look, I had a long day. Okay, um, but yeah, playing this care, this actual real life guy who 
I don't know if it's true that he just graduated from Harvard and is now a lawyer and his first case was taken on this case. I don't know if it's true, but if that's the case, then you really do feel like everything is going up against him and all this business and you feel it. You just feel this like conflict and I really liked it. I really liked it a lot. Granted, again, like I said, it's 2 hours and 30 minutes. It does feel like it. But again, I I don't know what I would trade or cut out any scenes from it. It's just it's kind of crazy to me. It's really it's really a good movie. I mean, will it get Oscars nominations or anything? I don't really know. I don't know. I don't see what it could get nominated for. I really don't. You could make a case for Michael B. Jordan or Jamie Foxx. I mean, those two could get nominated. But, I mean, I haven't seen any other Oscar-buzzing movies that have been talked about. So, I don't know. So, I maybe this could get Best Adapted Screenplay because they based this off of a book, apparently, which I could see maybe it will best adapted screenplay maybe I don't know who knows but yeah just mercy and it's kind of crazy because this was a movie that came out in 2019 that I want to see because I was unsure if you know I want to see if it would make my top 10 and honestly after thinking about it I it's as much as I'd like the movie I wouldn't say it's in my top 10 of 2019 unfortunately still a great movie but not that good to be on my list I would think I would just put it Probably at number eleven. The but yeah, but yeah, that's that's all I got for Just Mercy. And then the second movie I saw, the last movie I saw is nineteen seventeen. Basically, two soldiers having to go to, uh, I'm forgetting the the name now. Basically, having to give these orders to this other set of soldiers to not attack the Germans because it's a trap and yeah that's the story and I gotta say you know character wise nobody's interesting in this movie I mean I'll just say it you're only there just because of the fact that on the technical side of things it's really great it's really great I mean look nobody's bad in this movie like the performances are great it's just that it's uh, again, it nobody really sticks out. Nobody has a personality because, again, this is a war movie. And when it comes to war movies, you know, there's not a lot of whole lot of personalities when I think about it. I, I mean, again, I don't watch a whole lot of war movies. So, again, take it for what it is from what I'm saying when I say, you know, the, uh, the people, the characters in this movie aren't as interesting or whatever because it's just I haven't seen a war movie that has interesting characters or whatever. So... But yeah, anyways, but that doesn't take away from how well the performance is. And it's just one guy. I mean, spoilers, in this movie, there's two, but one of them gets killed, and you just have this one guy having to cross to get these plans, this letter to this commander. So yeah, there's that. I I don't know. It, it was really good. I really, I really enjoyed it. And pretty much like every war movie I see, I always walk away thinking, "Wow, war just fucking sucks." <laughs> I mean, again, it's just crazy to me just to think about that. 
but yeah, that's that's all I really can say about 1917. I mean, the again, the technical as, aspects of it is great. And the sets are pretty awesome, too. The set designs are pretty awesome as well. You know, we start off in the mud trenches, and then it just gets to the beautiful landscapes. And yeah, it's just, it's a... It's a very gritty movie, too. It's very gritty. Not a whole lot of action, but I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that there's not, like, this action you would expect in war movies, but it was just... It just... It was just good. I think it was... At the end of the day, I think it was just a good. It was just good. That's it. But, yeah, those are the two movies that I saw. So, I don't have a whole lot of news today, so... But I'm just gonna roll off some of the things so starting from the top we got mandalorian season two coming in the fall of 2020 john favreau posts the pick of that creature from return of the jedi hey look i don't know everything i i'm an average star wars fan i'm not like knee deep into the star wars uh canon and lore and these creatures and and whatnot so i he basically so john favreau basically post the picture saying Mandalorian season 2 fall of 2020 with the picture of the orc guards from Return of the Jedi and so I guess they're going to be in season 2 I mean I'm excited I I really loved the Mandalorian I really liked it a lot again I feel like it is the best Star Wars stuff Disney has given us so far I just feel like it's very boots on the ground doesn't feel like Oh, it's the end of the universe kind of deal. It's just, it's a small scale, and I really love it a lot. I, I love the characters that they brought to us. And, yeah, I I especially loved the last episode with Moff Gideon and the Darksaber, which, again, I'm not the biggest... I'm an average Star Wars fan. So, for me, personally, I stick with the movies... And anything else that's live action. I don't really read the comics or um, get into the animated stuff. Although I will say, uh, as I've talked about some of the animated stuff before, I've seen clips of the animated stuff here and there. I just, I don't know. Something about animated Star Wars doesn't really appeal to me. I mean, I've, I've seen the animated uh, Clone Wars back in the very first Clone Wars. Not the CG computer animated Star Wars show. No, I'm talking about the cartoon cartoon one, which is pretty cool. It's pretty epic, pretty cool. That was the first time I saw a animated Star Wars uh, deal or whatever. And I just, I never really, never really liked the idea that CGI animated whatever Star Wars. I don't know. It just never really appealed to me. Not to say you can't, because you can do a lot. You can get a lot. You can get, <laughs> sorry, let me rephrase that. You can get away with so much in animated Star Wars, which is great. And I don't mind that, but I don't know. It just never really appeals to me because Star Wars to me is appealing when it's live action, when it first started off, of course. But I will say, again, there are some cool stuff that I've seen online, videos that I've seen of certain clips from Rebels or... Clone Wars, you know, there's some good stuff. Like, I feel like the best thing that I saw animated Star Wars is the battle between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Maul, which is, the fight is literally 
15 seconds and that's it and i really loved that a lot i really loved that because it just spoke to like where these two characters are in their life you know you have darth maul who still has all this anger and all this you know just has all this anger meanwhile obi-wan is very calm and he he has a mission he has his own mission he can't meddle around he's looking out for luke and yeah that fight really was like the best thing that i've ever seen like i feel like to me it's probably one of my favorite fights in star wars history again and i don't even watch the animated stuff but i will watch like certain clips or whatever but that's about it but anyways mandalorian i can't wait i i really liked it and i also like the fact that in the last episode yeah, the dark saber. That's I'm getting off topic, but yeah, the dark saber. I remember just I I've seen the dark saber. I've seen it before. I don't know the history about it, but when I saw the dark saber and Moff Gideon has a dark saber, I was like, "That's the dark saber!" Holy shit! So I literally had to look at the history of dark saber, which I won't get into it. But man, if you don't know about the dark saber, do do your do do your search. Do your like research because man there's some interesting stuff with that with that saber it's just interesting but yeah ah but yeah mandalorian season two i can't wait and honestly i love the weekly seeing it weekly and whatnot i just loved it a lot again mandalorian can't wait cannot wait for it so a quiet place two or a quiet place part two had a trailer basically and so what do I have to feel about it? I loved A Quiet Place a lot. I really did. I feel like that that movie came out at the perfect time. And then, I don't know. Is it weird to compare A Quiet Place to Bird Box? Even though they're like, they're, they're pretty much, they're pretty much the same movie in a way. But different like ways of, anyways not here to talk about bird box okay a quiet place to the trailer i really liked it i really like that we're gonna see hopefully a not a to like a whole lot of what's it called backstory on the aliens i mean it's nice seeing what happened in day one but i hope it's not we don't keep flashing back to the first day i mean i just hope that we just see day one of when the aliens came in wrecked shop so but yeah the rest of this trailer kind of feels like they're going off track from you know because they they walk on the sand so that you know they don't uh attract the aliens who are wicked can like really hear and all this business and it seems like the story is to find other people and maybe there's more than just the aliens we saw in the first movie which is gonna be pretty interesting I think it's going to be really interesting to see that aspect of it. Just to get away from where they're normally from. And they also have that kid, that newborn. And it's just going to be interesting. I I hope it's good. I really do. Because I, he, <laughs> Quiet Place is just one of those movies that I felt like... You don't really need a second one. I mean... Because... If you do a second one... It kind of feels like, okay... And if that makes money... We're going to get a third one, and that just concludes it. And it's just kind of like, I like to just have it open and just to, like, 
speculate of what could happen. I don't necessarily need to see it. I mean, I just feel like some some properties, some like single non sequel movies are just like best when you can just like speculate what happens next. You know, it's just one of those things that I just feel like I I I hope this is like a one and two and done kind of deal. Because I mean, again, I'll be there because I really enjoy, enjoy the first movie a lot. So yeah, Quiet Place Two. I'm excited for it. I can't wait to see it. Honestly, I just I hope it's good. That's all I can say about it. So another trailer that came out: New Mutants. The New Mutants, which was supposed to come out two years ago, if I remember correctly. Yeah, this movie was supposed to come out two years ago. And that first trailer, which or teaser, which I loved because they were really ramping up the horror kind of, you know, genre superhero movie. And I was, like, really digging it. So we got a new trailer after all this speculation of is this movie even going to be released? You know, is Disney just going to put it on there on Hulu or whatever? Or is it even going to see the light of day? Well, apparently we are going to see it. And it's going to come in April, which, all right, cool. So this new trailer, I really, really liked it a lot. I like the fact that, okay, first things first, yes, it is kind of a bummer that it's not rated R. And it's 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 gonna be PG thirteen. Kind of sucks, but at the same time, I do appreciate that. Yeah, it is gonna have the PG thirteen. You know, it's it may be PG thirteen, but it's gonna still have that horror element to it and superhero ness to it, which it's great. I like this. I love seeing that blend in this trailer. It's like, oh, okay, so we are still sticking with the horror. And then there's their superhero action stuff. It's kind of cool. I mean, granted for me, I really felt like in that first trailer, it felt like, oh, it's going to be a straight-up horror movie through the whole movie until the very end where they... Yeah. Okay, cool. But, you know, seeing this trailer, it's like, okay, so it is going to be... It's still going to have that horror aspect of these characters have these powers and they just don't know what the hell is going on. But it's them having their powers and they don't realize it going up against this some sort of uh, entity that they got to take out. They got to band together and take out. It's it's pretty interesting. I, I like this. And that the fact that they're in a uh, looks like a uh, mental hospital for mutants, of course, it's, which is totally the opposite of Charles Xavier's School of Gifted. Uh, so there's that. I I'm excited. I'm really excited for it. I I just don't know what to expect. I mean, again, I, this movie could suck, but I don't care. I just I just want to see it because that first teaser was just so great. It was so great. It was really great. Alrighty, so we got some casting news. Christian Bale is in talks to be in Thor: Love and Thunder. Which, wow. I where do I even begin? He just yeah just sign me up I'm ready for that I don't know who he could play I don't know a whole lot about Thor and you know could he be a villain or could he be you know another sidekick I imagine he's gonna be a villain 
I mean, why wouldn't he? I mean, some people are saying, you know, he could play um, Odin's brother, who apparently is like his power involves fear or something like that. I don't know. But if Christian Bale was playing a villain in Thor Love and Thunder, bring it on. I mean, I would love to see that. I mean, especially because that guy could do no wrong. Like, look, you know, outside of the Dark Knight trilogy, you know how amazing of an actor Christian Bale is. I mean, Ford v. Ferrari, The Big Short, Vice, all these movies, Equilibrium, Memento. No, not Memento. I'm sorry. Was it The Machinist? Yeah, The Machinist. The guy's a great actor. I mean, I can't wait to see what he does with it. And I'm just, I'm excited. It's just, it's really, I thought he was done with it. I could have sworn there was a quote out there where he said he's he's done being in superhero movies. Which, apparently not. But then again, I like to look at the MCU as sort of like what the Adam West Batman series was. In which that, you know, you get any famous actor to come have to, like, play in this weird, you know, uh, universe, this weird, uh, you know, yeah, this universe. And, you know, just have fun with it. That's kind of what the MCU is now. It's just like, you know, anybody can be in it and they can just have fun with it. It's just like it's goofy, it's weird and stupid and it can be fun. It's just fun at the end of the day. And I imagine that's probably what will drive Christian Bale to come over just be like hey you're a great actor why don't you come in and have some fun so yeah there's that and then the last thing I have for today it's gonna it's a short episode I'm sorry but Birds of Prey the Birds of Prey trailer I must say this is the trailer that really makes me want to see the movie now that first trailer I just felt like okay yeah we had Harley Quinn and yeah we we know Okay, you're still keeping that that look like from Suicide Squad. Okay, that's fine, which I had no problem with that. This hot topic, as you know, most people are calling it. Um, I like this trailer more because we got, you know, not a whole lot more, but like, you just gotta accept that it's just gonna be bad shit crazy. And the fact that, you know, E. McGregor will put on the black mask mask who knows for how long but I'm it's good to see that he's gonna put it on forever for who knows how long in the movie but it is what it is and you know I'm excited for it but yeah and yeah that's that's all I got for this episode of spoil your appetite I'm, I'm sorry it wasn't long it's just that I just you know I just felt like recording an episode of spoil your appetite so there's that so yeah so yeah thank you for tuning in thank you so much so and if you want to you can follow me on twitter at alexander underscore thorpe or you can follow me on instagram at alexander thorpe and yeah so go check me out on there if you want to until then that's spoil your appetite for this week and you've just been spoiled